Welcome back to another episode of Those Millennials Podcast. I'll be your host tonight, Jarrell. I'm with the fellas tonight, the crew, the other millennials. You know who they are. If you can see, if, we, if this is going on YouTube, I'm rocking the millennial shirt. It's, you know, it's, it's coming out. It's coming did out you, in the future. Did, did, <laughs> did we copyright that? <laughs> Well, I copyrighted it, bitch, with my money. Mind your fucking business. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. And get tell the man at the at the car wash that he 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 need to give him some more money for that. I had this made. What are you talking about? Oh, 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 oh my bad. Oh, my bad. Damn. Anyways. <laughs> he got so turned off of that. We here tonight to talk about the crescendo of the Lakers season. And <laughs> and to get it started, I know I'm fucking with you, care. So we're gonna kick it off by talking about the finals. We we are heading into Game Five uh, to tomorrow or Friday night, five thirty. Uh, so far, up until this point, what do you what have, what are your thoughts on the finals thus far, Kev? I'm gonna start with you. Uh, I mean, yesterday Game Four was really like. A final game. I know it wasn't pretty. It wasn't the high scoring final game that everybody want. It was a hard nose finals. Um, both teams pretty much left it out there. Uh, there was adjustments on both sides. That's the shit I like. I like pay attention to and I really like and enjoy. Um, both teams played desperate. Um, and it was two coaches trying to figure out uh, the right combinations to play down the stretch, seeing what worked. Uh, in Eric Spolstra's case, finding out that um, Kendrick Nunn shouldn't play. And uh, in Frank's case in the first half, finding out this ain't the series for Dwight no more. But uh, that's just the, that's from the – um, from the start, what I what I took away. Um, I mean, there's plenty more, but I'm gonna pass the ball around. Uh, go ahead, Justin. Um, yesterday was like the first game I watched from beginning to end. Um, my thoughts are the Lakers are hitting are shooting too much threes. They're getting a little two three uh, two three happy. Um. The Heat are just adjusting to uh, their offense, and the Lakers get stagnant, and they can't figure out the zone. And then it's like they're bigger than them, but they, they're they not playing on the inside. The Heat are scoring more uh, in the paint than the Lakers are for some reason. But uh, I think I think it's isn't it, it was a good game last game. Um, I believe the Lakers uh, kept it close by shooting so much threes. So uh, I I just think that uh, the Heat are just not going to give the Lakers anything. I know they're wearing the Mamba jerseys in, on Friday, which is like, uh, I don't know if you should have announced that today because I kind of feel like you're just giving the Heat mm-mm, some mm-mm, like. Mm-mm. I disagree. I, I disagree. I I agree with that, Jesse. We're putting it on the stage and let you know what we're coming for. We're not coming for game six. We're coming for the girl because she in the house. So are you saying we you know what, Jesse? You know what, Jesse? You know, you've been on the fence a, a lot on with the Lakers. Don't come to the parade. Don't come to the fucking parade. I'm telling you. No, that but right there's now. no Jesse's Jesse's doing it right. There's a way to be a fan and just not be a complete blind homer. Ah, you don't all, right, know the all right, all right, all right, all right. You don't all right, know the difference. All right, all right, all right, all right, Jesse, keep going. All right, okay. All right. I, on, I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna go to the parade. There's COVID out there. Um <laughs> yeah, I've, no, caught I, worse and, I've caught worse and got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> If it's gone, you don't even know. If it's gone. <laughs> if it's gone. <laughs> I can pinpoint the shorty who gave it to me. Yes, <laughs> you, you know who the carrier is. But, uh, uh, no, that, 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 I just think that you're giving them what? The Heat are not going to give the game up. They're not going to go in there and quit. No. This isn't no. a for sure thing. If They're anything, gonna have to earn it. 
Mm-hmm. The Lakers will have to earn this if they go in there with that. I mean, what I've not the, what I've taken away uh, is just that this Heat team is just a pain in my ass. I mean, they never fucking go away. Kelly Olynyk. I honestly, I thought I was like, oh, when I when I thought when I saw Kelly Olynyk playing, I was, I was, I'll be honest with you, I was licking my chops. I was saying, oh boy, it's over. They gotta play Kelly O out there, and this nigga goes out and scores twenty some odd points in the next two games. So. And then Duncan Robinson and yesterday. Game three. Yeah. They they put uh Miles Leonard out there. He had to play too. I was like, this is over. I mean, you buy Miles Leonard. My, yeah. shout, shout out to Miles Leonard. No, no shout no. out. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I think the league should probably make him get rid of the last name Leonard. Kawhi too good for him to have it. Uh, <laughs> uh wow. Um no, nah, but like like uh you guys were saying though, but like it was game four was really good. I the Miami Heat, uh, since you guys have just you know talked about the Lakers for the most part, I'm gonna oh talk about the Heat God. a little bit. Who talks about the um, team fucking three one. Who talks about the um, <clears throat> I wasn't paying attention to them. No, I was saying like who talks about <laughs> who talks about the other end of the three one? Nobody. Uh, I mean, it has to be balanced. We can't just be one sided and talk about one side of the spectrum. Um. I feel like the Miami Heat have every game has gotten better. Like literally every single game. Game one was two, three LeBron. And, you know, as as great as LeBron and AD played in the second half of second half of game four. Uh, I didn't quite feel like the game was over, especially when Duncan Robinson banked that three at the top of the key on the left wing to beat the shot clock, which I still don't know how he made that. Um, But uh, I was listening to a pod uh, talking about this, like Miami still hasn't shot well in in the series like Duncan hasn't we haven't had the Duncan Robinson game I don't think uh last game game four I don't think game four qualifies to be the Duncan Robinson game because I don't think he shot well enough um I can I got a hot take to Duncan Robinson game I don't think I mean it might end up it might end up being but Duncan um, Robinson hasn't played well yeah he's got not played by KCP I mean, KCP and, and Rondo and and, I'm and saying he has Russo a, have done they they've done a really good job going against like yeah. they, they tried everything tried to get him open they've yeah. tried like my closest tried literally everything to try to get that man open yeah. Iverson cuts like double Iverson at least like he's been trying everything to get him open yeah but um, even even in the uh, conference finals he he fell off like in the last few games he wasn't yeah ready. yeah. Yeah, so I mean, he's been off for a while. Back to back against really good defenses, uh, like that's understandable. But I'm just the Miami Heat. Um, I, like they still haven't shot well necessarily well from three, and I still feel like that's coming. Back to my hot take. This is my hot take. So we we haven't talked about this. Uh, uh talked about the games so far, but Bam returned in the game. Um, game four. And he played pretty solidly. He, you know, he looked at some parts, he looked at winded. Um, my uh, high tech is I think Bam makes the heat easier to guard for the Lakers. I think the offense with Jimmy and four of the shooters was a lot of, was a lot harder to stop uh, for the Lakers and having Bam out there while he is good. He's not usually, he's no stiff. He actually play well, but since Bam doesn't necessarily have a 15-footer to speak of or a 12-footer to speak of, he's, he's all power at this point right now, which he probably will end up getting. I think he makes the Lakers uh, – he makes it a lot easier for the Lakers to defend the Miami Heat. Um, that's true. I mean, honestly, uh, Bam <sighs> – like, like the, uh, it, it's just been a tough series for him. Well, you know, with the neck injury, you know, missing a couple games. And, like, I mean, my, my thing about the Miami offense is that, like, Jimmy Butler, I mean, I appreciate his game now. Like, I'm not going to front. Like, I was always a – he's a star, but I don't build a team around him. 
Um, and I just, I mean, I think he hurts them when they go so far under the screen. He doesn't even try to shoot the ball. Like, he doesn't even try to shoot those threes. And it's like, Jimmy, like, I understand he's not Rondo bad, but he at least has to make somebody honest. I mean, and even the same shit for Tyler Hero. I mean, I feel like they don't get Tyler Hero enough looks. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Tyler Hero, I mean, I don't feel like he gets enough drawn up looks. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I just I just feel like they, they go as Jimmy goes. And in, in order for them to even make this into a six-game series in the best of three, um, Jimmy has to go for another. He has to go for 35 plus. I promise you, and it doesn't matter now because it's 3 1 and chances are Lakers are going to take it all. <laughs> um, in a different scenario, the Miami Heat win that game if Gordon Dragic is healthy. Because that's literally what they were missing uh, yesterday. While Jimmy got most of his field goals in the first half, AD played exceptional defense on him. He didn't even want to try AD. He tried him a couple times. And I think he made two more field goals in the second half. Um, so he, <clears throat> Jimmy had to resort to, you know, relying, trying to get Tyler Hero on the move and going one-on-one against Rondo, going against KCP, et cetera. And, you know, it was – you know, they had to do this opportunistic offense. And, it, you know, and again, for the, it kind of sort of worked because, like, they were – I never – again, like I said, I never felt like they were completely out of it until uh, I want to say Rondo got one of his second tip backs for uh, – uh, one of his – yeah, one of his tip backs. I think he tipped it out to Caruso on his uh, offensive rebounds. I never felt like – the game was out of reach for Miami. Um, yeah, man, I just, I just thinking if you know, unfortunately for Miami, I think that's a game that going if Goran Dragic is a hundred percent, I think they pull that one out because that's literally the kind of guy that they need needed, I should say. Uh, I mean. Goran is 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 a really good creator down the stretch. Well, and he's another creator. He's probably their second. Well, he will be. He would he would have been their second best creator because Bam can't create. And I don't know how many times you trust Tyler Hero on a one on one. I mean, but he was getting to the line. So I mean, I mean, I I, I can see your point. But at the same time, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that Rondo's been doing on the court that that has changed the complex of the series. You know, even because they keep playing that fucking zone. I don't know. Hundred percent. So, like, you know, I've I've fallen in love with stats uh, in the last couple of years to where I pay attention to it even more so. Uh, it's I don't I don't consider it gospel, but I do use it to determine, uh, come to conclusions is probably the best way to say it. But um, and yesterday would be a prime example of if you didn't watch the game and you would just watch look at the stat at the uh, the box sheet. And you saw what Rondo did, you'd be like, you would say he had a terrible game, but literally Rondo probably Rondo played like exceptional, like really really good game. And the box score doesn't show you that. No, not what he did. Not not the way. Not not what he did. Again, he not again. It wasn't even a playoff Rondo game where he was knocking down threes or anything. He attacked the basket. Uh, they were playing him on the pass as you should do when he drives. He missed layups, but he, he at least did it. He got to the line, I think, once or twice. Um, and then I just, you know, I talked about his offensive rebound and how his prowess on the boards. He kept on attacking uh, the offensive rebounds when they were literally pinning down AD, um, Marcus Morris, and not allowing him to get any uh, extra shots what you got to do against a team like the Lakers. Um, Rondo played great, and that should not uh, go untalked about because he uh, he's going to be a big reason why this team comes out with the championship. Yeah, that's true. Um, Jesse, you got anything before we, before we move on from here? Uh, no, not really. I, I would just say that um, I think um, – like a Tyler Hero, like a nun. They, as much as they give him the freedom to try to play and the young guys 
sometimes they're hurting them more, uh, hurting them more than they're helping. Uh, so I, none I think especially. none. Yes, definitely. Uh, Tyler Hill hasn't been so great, uh, but it's not for a lack of effort. You know, you just see the size the Lakers have on him and they, they're forcing him to take bad shots, but uh, he's, he's playing well enough, but yeah, I, I think Jimmy Butler, he can't, he can't take a game off now. He can't, like, you can't sit there and be the facilitator. You can't have a fast break and then wait till none comes and give uh, give him the shot for the three. I know analytics would be like, that's the higher percentage shot, but it's a fast break. Every point that you can possibly get, you got to oh, yeah. take. And, and sometimes Jimmy Butler goes to the, gets to the basket, sees uh, AD there and just passes it out and, I mean, I especially so. if you know it's going to take 100 to win the game. Yeah, and it's like you're going to have to go to the free throw line and you're going to have to take 25 shots at yeah. least to, just to get to force the Lakers to defend uh, uh, the guys that are not, you know, the three-point shooters, defend them a little closer because the more you get to the basket, they're going to start sacking off and trying to help. And now that opens it up for everybody else. And for the for some reason, this is always happening in the NBA bubble. For some reason, uh, players that are on the opposite side of the court decide to go all the way to the middle of the court to help defense when it's for no reason why you should be on that side and leave their man open at the three-point line. Uh, so I think he's just going to have to continue to be aggressive. I don't think – especially at the beginning, it, it, it's – it's always open for them to take the game at the beginning where it's just like you guys can jump out to a 15, 16 point lead and then be playing with that cushion for the rest of the game. But he, he, you know, he chose that game that he doesn't, you know, he wanted to be more of a facilitator. So it is what it is. So I think it's over. Gentlemen sweep. Yep. And uh, I, I just want to issue one apology to Contavious Caldwell Pope. I've said some pretty nasty things about you, uh, and, and you, and due to the fact that you stolen thirty eight million, I just, I just want to say we're even. All right, thirty eight million coming out of your pocket, or it's coming out the Lakers' fucking pocket, Kevin. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, he I stole just like he, he stole thirty eight million, and now, and guess what? Now we're even. Now we yeah. even. Yeah, KCP is a, a cheat code. He already knew how to play inside a bubble. You know what I'm saying? He he was locked down. <laughs> what? So, <stupid. laughs> so he had to serve some time. So, so he, he knew how to so keep his stupid. mind right. Honestly, oh this is God. a luxury to him compared to what he had to go through <laughs> in the last year or so. But, uh, uh, let, let me let, let me close it out on this if we're about to move on. Um, you know, a lot was made of. Up, up, a lot was made up of uh, the Lakers um, having a, a third star, and for the most of the season, that was that that role was placed on Kyle Kuzma. Um, and then we got to the bubble, and then we realized um, that I mean, we already realized this is probably the wrong word, um, but we saw that it's. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be Kyle Kuzma. It's literally gonna be any of the role players on any given night. It can be playoff Rondo. It could be, you know, Caruso. It could be Dwight Howard. It could be fucking Markeith Morris, which I still don't understand. This I can't figure out. When did he? Okay, so let's be real, guys. Uh, I think Real dropped out, but this. Um, let's be real, Jesse. Okay. Markeith was always known as the other Morris brother for how long of his career? Uh, I would say since Kentucky. <laughs> he was always was Kentucky, known. Was it Kentucky was, or Kansas? I think it was, he uh, was always known as the other Morris brother, right? Right. When, like, it, either they switch places, which again, watch your mouth. Fine, grain will be great. Entirely but, possible. Hey, I don't. There's nobody that can tell me that they expected this from Marquise Morris. The shooting, well, 
the defense. Yeah. yeah. The, play, the fucking playmaking. Yeah. Uh, Look, like, about, like again, the shooting, the shooting comes and goes at Wayne's. He's big body. Like, and, you know, he, he was never uh, – I his brother plays good defense, so, you know, I knew he kind of sort of had that in him. But if you guys told me that Marquise Morris would make great second passes, opportunity passes to create shots for AD and KCP, I would lose my fucking mind. This makes no sense. Yeah, you know, look, I – I like to focus on the good things <laughs> in life. So we're just gonna ignore that. I'm, okay. All well, right. listen. I don't. I'm just glad we didn't get the evil twin. All right. We got the good <laughs> like, twin. Keith. Like, we about to get Keith to clutch because Keith was on me. I mean, he was getting bought out. I mean, so we about to get Keith to clutch and get him some bread, and we're gonna take care of him. Like, well, also, like, thank God for Keith. Thank God insane. for Morris, brother, because Daddy like, Greed, Daddy <laughs> Greed, Daddy Greed. All right, do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about? Don't you show? Y'all notice how I didn't bring him up? Y'all notice how I didn't bring him up? Don't you show up? Don't you show back up in L.A.? That's all yeah, I go back to Toronto. Go back to Toronto, so Danny Green. Don't, don't take your rig and take your ass to Toronto or wherever or retirement. Because right now you run it like a goddamn old man. I mean, what is wrong? Wait, can we get this? So I don't know, like he's, he's running on like hot coal, like just like <laughs> somebody. So Brian, so so okay, so so check it out. So Brian Woodhorse on his last recap pile with Zach Lowe talked about Danny Green's hurt, and he just has a like he said he has oh, a hip thing going on right now. Uh, why is he playing? Don't sit his ass We don't need Again, him. There's no, he's there, on. He's on the court. I told you there's nothing that like he does that makes you be like, oh, yeah, we need Danny Green for that. No, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. He's not even getting us six pounds. Yesterday, look, check this out. Yesterday was probably one of his best games, and that says a lot. That's how bad he's been. Oh, God. That's how bad he's been. I didn't even know he played yesterday. What are you talking about? He had like the slowest fast break of all time yesterday. You know you saw that. I thought he was going to airball it, so I stopped watching. It was like the slowest fast break of all time. LeBron got the steal when he threw it up. The closer he the closer he gets to the rim, the ch- the higher the chances that he's not going to hit it. He just oh, airballs stuff. And it's like that is the weirdest look, part look. about his game. So I agree with you. I can't I can no longer defend him. I I I, I you know I came in here. Took you the whole I, bubble. That's it, all it, I needed. I, I, I look, I'm, I'm being done. real. I'm like I, I I'm a, I'm gonna take my lumps as it is. So I defended him. Um I I can no longer do that. Uh, I still like to see him on the floor, just not as much. I um, like you guys got to think though, like so, like with with defenses, like it's obviously everybody knows he's struggling. But if you see Danny Green on the wing and he just caught a pass from LeBron James, and you're the defender that's supposed to be guarding, you're going to go out there and close out. Like no matter what you think, unless he goes out there and misses seven shots in his row in a row, which I feel like he's honestly, I feel like it's my only I think question he's about hurt. that. I think is, he's is, hurt and his confidence is shot. So I think both of those are my only question is when he, if he's if, if he's open and LeBron throws in the ball, does he dribble? Because if he dribbles, yeah. that shit is off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's my he, thing too. If he I dribbles, that. that shit is off. I hate why my, dribble. That's what I said. Why fucking that's my dribble? Thing. He he turns like I said. Hey, I think his confidence is shot too. Like because he turns down shots that like he doesn't literally, even look la- like he watches literally last year when he was getting those woeful balls, terrible passes from Kawhi Leonard. He pulled him up. He pulled up and take and, and shot him. Right. Uh, oh yeah. Um, um. Also, you said if he uh, shooters are not going to run out unless he's like. Oh, for it's, seven. It's still so they're Danny not going to run yes. out unless they've been, he's been doing exactly what he's been doing. It's so they're still, not running out to him still, no more, Cam. It's still Danny Green, Jesse. If you're, again, the reputation stands for itself, right? Like, it's it's still Danny Like, oh, okay, J.R. Smith. Was. I don't think any shot J.R. Smith shot in the bubble was on going. But that's still J.R. Smith. You're gonna close out because of his reputation. All I'm gonna say is this: He's not getting knocking down three. 
Uh, I mean, like the occasional because one. I mean, if, if you give. I, I'm my point is off of people's reputations alone, like like LeBron. Like again, people don't try to dunk on LeBron because of reputation. Like there's certain players that don't give a fuck. Obviously, the Jalen Browns and Jason Tatum's of the world, but like you'll see a lot of players have dunking lanes on LeBron. Uh, I always forget this guy. What, what's the guy's name that plays uh, that played for Denver that was guarding him in the last series? Grant. Grant. Yeah, Grant. I can't tell you how many times he had drives and he could have yammed on LeBron because I've seen him do it to other players. And just off of reputation, LeBron standing there, he doesn't go for the dunk. And I feel like it's 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 a a lot of players go through that. Like like Tyler Hero, like you know Tyler Hero thinking he can bump LeBron and and try to you know try to kiss some shit off the glass, thinking you know like I think that's a lot of just just reputation shit. Yeah, I feel you. All right, so we're gonna wrap on that. Anybody got any last words about this series? I still think this series, like I still think that he can win one more. I, I picked it. You picked that. So I, I was looking at our stats. You picked the Lakers in seven. Jesse picked it in sixes, like I did. I still, I, I still see see six being possible. So don't sleep on the series yet. All right, so moving on. Uh, we're gonna stay to sports. Uh, you know, it's been twenty twenty's been a crazy year. You know, with the coronavirus and everything that's been going on. And everything is right now is at a crescendo. We had uh, we got um, baseball playoffs, NFL season, NBA, NHL, WNBA just, fin- just finished, finished their yeah. finished their season. Shout out to the Seattle uh, Storm. Um, good season, Aces. We love you. Shout out to the Seattle Storm. Good good um, season, Aces. We love you, Asia MVP. Shout out to Brianna Stewart. Um, so my, my question to you is just, just on this whole, just on the whole pandemic that, that it, it, what do, do you feel, what do you feel like this is moving forward? Cause honestly, the more I talk to people, the more I say people are, are, are turned off by no fans, which I think is the stupidest shit ever. I hate when people say like no fans, it's like, bitch, you weren't even going to go to the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, no fan has made me like my team more. If anything, my three teams, I have the worst fan bases. So, uh, as you said it just 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 overall how do you think major sports have handled this even with now covid outbreaks all over the nfl is there a, is there not an obligation but what is, what do you feel like is the right way for sports protocol to, to to be moving forward going on like this this is also a stem conversation that me and jesse had about a week ago so i'm gonna start off with you jesse uh because I was actually pretty interested. What are, you, what are your thoughts on just how sports as a whole has been um, moving forward with uh, dealing with this uh, pandemic? Well, I think they're doing what they can, but well, not what they can, but they're doing uh, the what they think is best. I don't think they're doing what they can, I, you know. I think the biggest one right now is like the biggest threat is the NFL season. And I don't think that they, you know, really took a series. I, I think that obviously they showed that they want to do what it takes to protect the players and everything, but they didn't know what, how, you know, they didn't take, they had the most time to mm-hmm. figure this out and come mm-hmm. up with a plan. They were, they saw what was happening with baseball and knew no matter what that there's going to be an outbreak with us jumping on planes and going from city to city and then letting these guys go home. Yep. So it's like, I, I think that they didn't do the best that they can. They didn't take into consideration how to protect this and how, how to go about it. Is a bubble easy for an NFL team? No, it's like impossible to me. There's no way you can keep a hundred, like two teams alone. Off the rosters alone, that's 106 players. Wait, that's 106 players guaranteed to be on the field. That's like 120 players each team because they got the practice squad as well. And then it's only, like only thing I'm gonna say to that is 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 that is that you saying like total bubble for like keeping everybody in the same vicinity? That's to say that's the amount. Yeah, I, I, that's two teams. Yeah, yeah, that's that's two rosters. Yeah, yeah, fifty-three that, man roster. You're right. Yeah, right. that don't even that doesn't even count the no, coaches. No, well, now, now it's fifty-six. Shit. Yeah, and then it don't count the coaches. 
there's the practice squad. The practice squad is what 13 players each. Um, so it's like all that stuff. You you cannot keep that many people in a bubble setting. And I know a lot of people think that oh well they they're not home most of the time. But these guys have their days off where it's like Monday's a day off. Tuesday Tuesday is like the day off known for football where you that's where you get to be home so you're spending at least time with your family every week and you're asking yep. players to not to for months for the regular season not to go see their family and not to live regularly that's that is not gonna work but I, I just think that they didn't take the best precaution they were more concerned with trying to make money I, I know that fans that probably didn't interact with them or anything but fans shouldn't be in the stands you should have empty arenas, but you're you're allowing teams so the need to want to make as much money as possible is like I don't think they're doing what's correct. I think they're just a wait and see approach. And while we're seeing players get effect, infected, whether asymptomatic or not, we saw what happened to the Pats. There's their starting quarterback. Their starting quarterback couldn't play. How many teams is going to run into that? The Raiders and the Bills just played. Raiders is having uh covid test i mean getting tested positive now the buffalo bills can get tested positive and we don't know because the incubation period is so long it can be like a lot of these guys you don't know when they really actually got it but even Mm -hmm. though they're testing negative every single day but you got that the titans another two guys just tested positive like after not having positive tests for how many days and they already missed the game so it's like I don't know. Um, to me, the NBA did the best, but even what the way the NBA had to do it to even make it work is they didn't even take all the teams with them. They cut the roster or they cut the the amount of teams going in there down. They uh, cut all the like extra personnel that each team has. They had to do a lot of things to make it work. I don't think the NFL can do that. I, I, it's just too much. And even with these other leagues, too. Only thing I would say to that before I let Kev go is that the NFL, I will say this, they're just, it's it, it's lazy. Because the NFL, I mean, like, when it comes to money, like, NFL is king. Like, like for, I was looking at something on Sunday. Sunday was game, what was that, game three of the NBA Finals? And yeah. we had we had Eagles, Eagles, um, Eagles, Niners simultaneous. And they and the Eagles Niners shitted on NBA Finals about three times the ratings, like and that with a backup quarterback and most of the players hurt. NFL is king, and when I say they have their own bubble, it's like most of these franchises they have their own practice facility. Hell, in Dallas, Jerry Jones has a fucking hotel at his practice facility. The Omni is at the practice facility. Like they have means to do it. I just don't understand why they didn't because they have means to be like, if you're going to be in, you're just going to have to be in the, the, the training camp area. We fly to the game and I understand the 17 weeks, but if you ask me to sign up for, to be uh, sign up to make that amount of money for 17 weeks, I would do it. And most of these guys, they're going to do it because they love the sport. Um, but I just oh, think, uh, in a, well, like you, you hit it on the head. Like, uh, I just think a lot of the, the owners, like they don't, like again, a lot of these people. Like again, I don't want to get political on this shit, but let's get political. We're, we're going there. Um, like they didn't necessarily believe in the coronavirus off the rip, so like let's get that off the rip anyway. Well, how many players like, didn't believe in it? I mean, like I, 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 I think I, I, not only do we have, I mean, to uh, well, players, hundred percent, yeah. Like to me, we have to hold. Again, we have the players have to be accountable. Yeah, a hundred percent. I agree with that too. But like owners. Yeah, but- Owners make the rules, though. So, like, you there can say that. Owners make the rules. So, like, again, I, I, we talked about this in one of the testers, so we didn't even, like, this is not even out. But, like, and I mean, this is already, you know, public knowledge or whatever. But, like, the NBA had a plan. Adam Silver and the union came together, and they formulated a plan. Like, a long booklet that thick of do's and don'ts. And every player, for the most part, you know, some players didn't, they, you know, we had a couple of players that didn't abide by, you know, Lou Williams and a couple other people. Dave House um, hit. Dave House for us, whatever. Um, some people didn't abide by it, right? But, like, for the most part, like, they stuck with the, these, this chain of command. 
Um, I remember before the NFL season where Aaron Rodgers and a couple other high-name players was like, yo, like, what are we doing? Like, they were literally tweeting, like, yo, NFL, like, what are we doing? They were tweeting, like, yo, so how are we going to get this? You guys aren't telling us how the season's going to go about. And just the fact that that disconnect, um, for me, it just told me, well, I think it confirmed to me everything that I already need to know that, like, it's still a still a, a, a where where the owners and you're the help situation uh in the NFL you can tell where in the NBA you know there it's a lot more you know committee I should I would say like coming together and you know both sides talking about stuff where in NFL it doesn't come off as such it still seems like you guys you guys are the help if we're gonna make this, if we're gonna have this, uh, have the league uh, continue, you guys are gonna play, and if you, you guys catch COVID, we'll just slide another one in there. You know, we're gonna try to protect our super, our stars, but we're gonna just slide somebody else in there, and that shouldn't be the thought process. They should have, again, I and and I know it's hard because we're. At, and then charted water, there's no precedent, there's no rule book, there's no manual to how I go about doing this. But like Rail said, it was just it's lazy the way the NFL went about it. And and now they're you know they're reaping what they're sowing. I mean, I mean they I, I should I tell you this much. I know the league office uh, perked up once they saw Gilmore hugging Mahomes on Monday <laughs> because they only said they only really worry yes. about their cash cows. You, you I mean, can't mess with you can't mess with the Steph Curry of football. If you, you can't if, mess with him, no. And and if you can, you know, see Goodell's face when when Mahomes get, because I mean, like I said, most of the I, I get. I mean, I, I will say this: the reason I do see a point, like the NFL, and it's so hard. And I wish that they could collective bargaining, but I do see the difference because the NFL. They got these old curmudgeon white owners until somebody fucking dies. They're never going to sell that team. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like in the NBA, it's, and I would say this, the NBA got away with a lot of uh, shit. Cause I mean, Donald Sturridge had never owned a team and it's, and he just got rid of his fucking team. So the NBA became progressive, but it really wasn't up until not that long ago. The money was still talking to the NBA, even with yeah. the whole situation with China, the money was still talking. So I mean, let's, let's be honest. So the money, money's, so money's go, always going to talk. Money's still, still talking, talking the money, right? Money's still talking. The only reason the there is a, the only reason there is a bubble is because of money. It's money, it's, because of money. Yeah, it. exactly. Right. So yeah. I just think that the NFL got way too much of that, especially, I mean, like I said, the Staples Center is way too fucking big. Like, NFL, like, NBA don't have to share their, their scheduling with other events, not in the NFL. You, you you're not you're not hosting shit at Lambo, you know what I'm saying? You're not you're not hosting shit at Jerry World if the Cowboys don't get first dibs. So uh it's just so lazy the fact that these like they have all these, like I said, state of the art facilities, state of the art stadiums. If you even look at SoFi Stadium, you I drive past SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, like that shit's state of the art. The ran like there's two big practice facilities that they built out here. There's ways that they could have done shit, and I just think that they kind of sat around and just kind of almost trumped it. Where they were just like, well, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, we'll just play it how it come by ear and not treat it as a fucking pandemic that's right. killed millions of people. I mean, thousands of people, but at the same, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like too, and, and if I'm an old, need to have the best, the best of the best for my Patrick Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving them 500, and I'm not even saying like the money, I'm giving them 500 million. I need the best of the best for Mahomes. I need what a doctor. talking about test. KCP's money. I'm, yeah, because because that bitch stole from us. It gave, gave us nothing when you called him a star. Patrick Mahomes earned every bit of that five hundred million plus some. He's still underpaid. Who, who who called KCP a star? Oh my gosh, you didn't call KCP a star. You I didn't say he was a star. When, yeah. I never, I never oh, called KCP a star. I don't know where you got that lie from. You said he's the best. He's the best. Sorry star. to change the subject. I, he's not a star. I've never called oh, KCP God. a star. Why would we I call KCP them, a star? We signed him. You said he he can be a star. He, he said he, he I can see that. 18 million. I said a star. Kevin for yes, real. He, I mean, real, you're getting me confused with somebody else because I would okay. never say okay. Okay. I would okay. never okay. Okay. My lips right. to say okay. that. 
All right, all right, change the subject. Back I to what we've been talking about. Back to that's, what we've been talking about. That's like that's I said, crazy. if I'm an owner and I see with the money that my, I'm about to pay my homes, if you don't make a bubble, we about to make one for, for, for that amount of money. You know, I'm invested in, 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 in winning games and great football. So it's like, I don't know why these owners refuse to step in and be like, no, nah, we got to get something better than this. Like, you're putting way too much. Like, NFL can, can survive. ML, uh, NBA can survive. I don't know if baseball can survive. No fans for this long. But I think those two can. Um, Jesse, you got anything else? Yeah, you're, you're saying you don't know why they don't uh, uh, try to do more. It's, they don't want to lose money. That's that's really all it is. It's like that's the funny thing about it all. They just don't want to lose money. The I don't NFL, think it's that. I don't, I don't think it boils down to just that. It It's the NFL is king. NFL is always going to dominate ratings. And, you know, when you got that going up against basketball, the NBA finals, people keep talking about how this is the lowest rated NBA finals. There's a reason why the NBA finals happen in June and in the yeah. middle of a, a, a MLB season and mm-hmm. the NFL season is not going on mm-hmm. They They get to dominate ratings. There's a reason why. There's so uh, much other stuff to watch. So, like, I think that anybody that brings up ratings like that, I think that's trash. Yeah, that's, the, the, the ratings are like, – I mean, but, the ratings, but, but, but the whole thing is the ratings have been the same whether you put it now or you compare whichever NBA finals you want to. They're, right. The NFL's, NFL's still – Right, like, so, like, again, I know, I like, you know, the, the guy that, that spearheaded this, and, and I listen to his pod all the time, and he's, like, the one that – Ethan Sherwood Strauss, like, he's, like, one of the smartest basketball dudes in media – but like all he talks about is ratings and it's like, yes, NBA is paying attention to it. Yes. It ultimately matters. But the fact that you always feel the need to highlight ratings and talk about, well, when LeBron's the, like when LeBron and the Lakers are playing, that's the only time the Lakers are, you know, that's the only time the NBA is making this amount of money. Um, uh, or, the NBA know they're going to take a loss. There's no way, even this the way they timed the games and everything. Everything they did in the bubble was a lost cause. Like they they yeah. protected it. That like that was all sunk cause, and they they knew it, and they and they did it. But my thing about it is like trying to compare. It, you can't. But the thing about it is, if we're gonna sit there and say like ratings or anything, the NFL's king, right? No matter what. Yeah. But my thing is just like. I don't know how, as owners, you don't want to protect your like your your product on the field. Like what we ended up seeing with the the Patriots and the Chiefs could have been a way better game if if Cam was playing. Like that would have been a close game to the end. And I don't care what anybody says. There is no I we can put this guy in there and he could replace it. Like the Cavs, I mean the Cavs, the the Browns have a bunch of running backs that are good. That's great and everything. But look at how much the Panthers are struggling without a running game. They did have, they did run well last game, but it's like they're struggling without their their injury. So there's just there's already so much to worry about already with injuries because yeah. football is dangerous sports. In it so much in itself but now it's like we also can lose a player or lose a bunch of players yep. to the this this uh pandemic so it's like because you're asking these players to first off uh, not the country but i do see your point you're asking these players to go from zero literally zero to a hundred like uh, like no training camp no practice no nothing they had four weeks to prepare for a fucking season like you're gonna blow your fucking knee out like i don't yeah. care what like like it just it, that right there is is also another thing because I, I mean it also it's also comes to down to the point that it's uncharted territories like what could they have really done in off season you know no practice at, motherfuckers can get they, they shit torn look at what the Titans players did they sat there and had a um, uh, had a private workout and it's like guys what are you doing your team can't even practice right now so they can't even get players to like just um. Uh, that to right there, fall in line. Oh, yep. They can't even get them to fall in line. So it's like you're, they have too much freedom, and they're gonna do stuff where it's just like you can't control. And everybody's like, "Well, in that bubble, you have no. Somebody's always gonna do something dumb." 
Daniel House did something dumb. Like no matter what, there's no. And the more players, I'm there still are, waiting for the pitch. I'm still waiting for pitches for her, pitches of her. By the way, like how you know, you know, was out of ten, was what we talking here? Was she eight? It's was she nothing. A bubble five? No, there's was nothing. There's nothing worth losing all your money, number one. I, I, I go, agree. And lose and your going, wife. And, 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 going, and, home. and going home. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, yeah, he's, worth... just a, he's just a double idiot for that. Like, he didn't exactly. bring his wife to the bubble. Again, this is why I'm more intrigued. Again, what was she? Was she, was she a bubble nine? That don't make bubble me intrigued four? at all. I, and it doesn't get me intrigued because he's stupid. I'm a little intrigued. It doesn't mean he makes a good choice. <laughs> he's already told us he's not making I don't, good choices. No, I'm, I'm not arguing. Obviously, we, Jesse, we agree, that the cho- we agree yeah. the choice We agree the choice is stupid and, and it was irresponsible on his part. I'm just saying for my sake and my nosiness and I care about this stuff, I just want to see how the young lady looks. I just want to see how the young lady looks. I mean, oh, even if she was a, even if she was a bubble six, like you can't, you ain't costing me no, no lineup. <laughs> Let me just Anyways. say this: uh, if she was a ten, does that get you your money back? No. So it doesn't matter what she looked like. <laughs> no matter. There's no. There's no. Oh, okay, that's worth it. If she it. was, yeah. If, nothing, I'm, hey. My my point is, my my look 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 again. I, I none of it's worth it, but I understand. If she was Jordan Woods. I, I'd understand. I'd no. understand. You just said that you, nothing's worth it. And now you're nothing's worth it. No, no. nothing's worth There's it. No That's, yeah, Jesse, Jesse, we're, we're here. We're here again. I said, I agree. It's stupid. It was irresponsible. But I'd understand if she no. was No, I wouldn't understand. I wouldn't understand. <laughs> not for that. Not, I love paper way too much. Shout, yeah, shout like, out to Carl Anthony Towns, by the way. And I it's like people, I love paper way too much to compromise it for a lady. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not no, doing all right, it. All right, all right, we, Fuck we, you, we nigga. <laughs> say what you gotta say, nigga. Yeah, oh, you, you want? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, nigga. You want to go down this old town road? Let's go down it. <laughs> Let's go down this old town right there and shut the fuck up. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what this road leads to. Well, 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 you said my name because I said ain't no money worth no shorty. What, what, yeah. what was that? Who was you? What, what was the giggle for? I just thought it was funny. No, you were sniggling. No, you were sniggling when 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 I said that. What, what was the sniggle about? I, I, I sniggle. I, I I just thought it was funny. I thought it was um, you know, okay, telling. All right. Well. I just want to announce to the millennials out there this will be my very last episode. So oh man, I feel like we heard that. So um all right, let me all right, let me let's get to the uh, the 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 DM. All right, so if you guys want to submit a question to the Those Millennials podcast, uh shoot us a DM at those underscore millennials on Instagram or hit us up on Twitter. Or uh if you want to be you're not uh uh anonymous. You can hit up us on uh, those millennials at gmail.com. So we have one question. Uh, Wait, did you say unanimous or anonymous? Unanimous. <laughs> yeah, anonymous. <laughs> it's anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah, I said it better. If you don't want to be, if you don't, if you want to be kept secret. There you go. I I just got to correct you because people go. Hey, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> it. Everybody like... know I I look, man. I grew up with a stutter, I, uh, so I'm good. Anyway, uh, so this person wanted to be uh, anonymous. Um, she sent an entangled an entangled DM. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the question reads: um, <clears throat> First time, long time. Uh, when was the what? Well, uh, when was the worst time a girl dissed you, uh, and what, and what did you do, and what did she do? So I'm gonna go off. I'll start it off. Um, so for me, um, it had to be middle school, and it had to be uh, that day we don't speak of, February 14th, 
Um, I had a crush on a, a girl. And real bad. No, no names, no names, no names. Um, but, uh, you know, I had a crush on a girl. And I, I bought Valentine's Day cards for everybody in the class. But I bought this particular girl a special one. Uh, special at the time is I spent $15 between the card and like a balloon. So, so enough for so some hair. Enough for some hair. <laughs> so at the time, again, that, that was, that was going all the way out there because like everybody else was just getting the little the little boofoo cards that you did in the next district that's nobody was getting no real stuff nobody was getting no real cards right it was a whole bunch of uh thank happy valentine's day basically so uh the way we did it in middle school is like um our teacher uh told us to just put them on each other's desk but you know they wanted to be kind of secretive so she'd have people go one at a time and you put them on desk so Obviously, so it was my turn. I, I went into the, the classroom, put everybody's stuff out, and I did uh, hers last. And again, I had a card. I had boxes of the the hard, stupid, be mine. Uh, what's the name of that candy that's that tastes like chalk? Sweet tarts. Sweet. I don't know. That's the sweet tart bullshit. Oh yeah, you're, um, trying, to, you're trying to disrespect sweet tarts, are you? <laughs> this is why you got dissed. This is why you talk shit about sweet. sweet so I put tarts. the I put the sweet tarts. I opened one of the boxes. This is how this is how cool I was. I thought I was a cool motherfucker at the top. I opened one of the boxes up and I took out the 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 sweet tarts that said uh, "Be mine," uh, "I love you." You know all the cute ones, right? Like I left it like the like I was trying to leave like no stone unturned. Like I want her to know that you know I was feeling it. So all the ones that were like just kind of friend zone ish, I took out. I was not missing those. Those weren't included. So uh, long story short, uh, everybody gets to their desk. Everybody's checking out their cards. Uh, I'm not even paying attention to my cards. Funny, you know, another story for another day. A girl tried to do some the same stuff to me. The all the stuff that I was doing to another girl, some girl was doing some stuff to me, trying to get my attention. But I was paying attention to the work that I progress. So I'm watching. I'm watching this girl on the desk going through her cards, and first thing she noticed is my card. I forget what the card reads. I'm. I'm I can't. I'm not that deep. Uh, but she looks at it and she's looking around, like uh, she's trying to pinpoint and find out who gave her this card because like it's it's like the large. Valentine's Day card. It's not like everybody else got like the little small joints. She got the big joint. So I get the courage to walk up to her and tell her that it was mine. And how could I say this? Um, I got the uh. She gave me the uh. Like I, I was like a, you know, I don't, like I was just uh, the ugliest dude on the planet. She gave me the uh. Like I was sick. Yeah, you're muted, bro. Um, she gave me the uh, and Damn. whenever wow. I hear the uh Damn. sound, no, uh, no. it makes me feel sick. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, hey, if you like, out there, uh. fuck you, <laughs> bitch. So uh, yeah, that was that was Whoa. the worst. <laughs> Whoa. That was the worst. Whoa. She I'm is not out taking there. it back. I'm not taking it. And yeah. That's 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 the worst I've ever been dissed. So uh, anybody else? Want to go? She, she dissed my man, Jesse. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Whoa! What do you, what happened to you? I'd be on your side too, Jesse. What the fuck? I, I got the. I believe uh, you, but you know what I'm saying. I got the, uh, Whoa! Just so when I got the. Uh, that's Black Rob Whoa. <laughs> let me see. Right, so let, let me let me let me think of my worst one. So my uh, one came to mind already. Um, the worst chick, the worst diss I've had. Um, this was back in the days where you could just, you know, get dressed and walk around Ontario Mills for hours at a time and not buy shit. Well, at least I did it because I was broke. Um, so I went, 
I went uh walking around the uh, mills with my boys. Actually, I was with Deshaun and John. Okay. And um, uh, shout out to Deshaun and John. I kept I kept uh, shout out to my bands. Uh, I kept seeing this girl, and she kept like looking at me. I said, "Man, like mind you, like I'm like I was a shy kid growing up. Like I got cute right around 1918. I was an ugly fuck prior to that, but uh, right around eight, so I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm like 17. I'm like a senior year. So I see this girl, and then when we go out, my mind this is like the time where the movies used to be popping. So I see her like driving away with her homegirls. I'm like, okay, cool, she's 17. So actually it was John who gassed me up. It was like, bro, go talk to her. Go talk to her. <laughs> Sounds like John. Nigga, nigga. Mm-hmm. I, I got close to the car and she was like, I, I don't know if she what she thought or what she did. She rolled up the window and uh they pulled off. Damn, she rolled the window. Wait, wait, wait. Was it the button or was it the it was the it, it was the old school with the with the arm? Oh, it was the Yeah. <laughs> And all the homegirls just dying laughing Damn. in the car. Damn. Crazy right, thing is, I seen Shorty working at the McDonald's right outside the <laughs> Cherry Mills now. Why, why are you <laughs> I don't believe that. Oh, man. Oh, Shorty, you fucked up. You could have had something. Now. We could have had it all. Rolling in the deep. Now I see you. But anyway, I'm going to let Jesse go. Wow. Wow. That was my story. Um... I don't really have a story of like that's cap, oh. nigga. <laughs> okay. How did I know? How did I know you guys are gonna do this? That's I, cap, nigga, and you know it. No, 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 no. See, you you're taking it the wrong way. You are taking it the wrong way. I'm saying I don't really have like this extravagant story just, of being dead. Just, he, he yelled at his why Jarrell just yelled at his full outtake right now. What's wrong yeah, with you? Like, Jesus Sorry. Christ. I'm, not, I'm just saying I'm drunk. I'm I drunk. I, I don't have a story. Like yes, I'm this, but it's like no real life. And I'm just saying that's cap. <laughs> no, I don't I don't I don't I don't have a like am I saying I've never been dead? No, I'm just saying there's no like story like y'all have like i don't have this like mm. extravagant thing that i try none, to no none of them burn your soul you're like man yeah, none of them really none of them burn, burn. My soul. like okay. i mean one time i was trying to talk to this girl at a party and she said i was boring so there's that one that's that's pretty bad yeah you know first time you met her yeah but it was like oh I, that counts for sure but i wasn't really trying to like spit game at her i was like talking to her but i was just like chill the whole time so i i i know that like i saw her like picture her friend show me her picture and i was like oh i'll try i was like she's cute and so i i'd like was trying to talk to her but i wasn't really like spitting game so i didn't try to do anything to really like get her number or anything so it was just me just being chill so then she said i was boring which is fine Cause then the next party she saw me at, I was a little tipsy, and then she kept trying to kick it with me, and I was just like, apparently <laughs> I was not like giving her any time at all. So it was just like, and I didn't do that on purpose. It's just when I'm drunk, I just don't stay in one place. So right. and y'all, y'all know that. <laughs> y'all know that. The shirt comes off, and I'm all over the place. So it is what you know. What I, I guess think that's cool. one. You know what I think would be cool? Not, not, to, not to change the subject. What if we talked about past stories that's happened? Like our New York trip. <laughs> I was that one. Uh, we could talk about that. Not, 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 not now. Not now. I'm just talking about like just, yeah. just as like this, it, was, just, this was just a listener question, guys. Yeah, uh, right. Thank you, thank you, Anonymous, for uh, sending that. I think that was actually pretty good. I thought that. Well, that thank you for to Kev. And myself for being honest and, and Jesse for capping the whole fucking time. <laughs> oh, I just I told the story and now I'm capping. Nah, that's cap. That's cap. Uh, All right. Again, if you guys want to send a question to the those millennials podcast, hit us up on in DMs and uh, your question might be read uh, during the pot. Yeah, and if you want to fuck with your boy, get in my DMs. Oh, oh, <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna wrap on that. That was good shit right there. Uh, until the next time, millennials, stay safe, stay positive, and go fucking vote. And we out. Go vote for sure. Go Joe. Smoking Joe.